What's good? What's good? What's good in the hood? Welcome back to another episode of the Good in the Hood podcast, man. I am, as always, your host, Juice. Joining this week with a special guest, man, a becoming artist from the, from the city, holding Chicago down. I love, always love to support Chicago artists, man. We have Dewan here, man, producer, oh, man. rapper, man. I can't wait to get, get, get into your uh, story, man. How you feeling today, sir? Cool, man. I'm feeling good. How are you? I'm doing great, man. I can't complain. I'm saying Chicago's a nice, still summertime shot vibe going on. Not too hot though, so I'm enjoying yeah. it. Enjoying it while we got it. You know what I'm saying? The winter, the winter is coming. The winter is coming, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I guess with, with all interviews right now, I think the, the number one question to ask everyone to start things off with is how how has your life been I'm saying, in this pandemic esque world that we're in still? Um, the life has been pretty okay. You know, it's it's difference in work cycles and things that we can and can't do, but we're getting it done. We're getting yeah. we're getting the work done. So it's just alter ulterior ways of thinking. Sorry, my words. Are oh, you good? You good? You good? And and we got you here today because well, one you have a you're a fantastic artist, but your project just dropped. I uh, believe what uh, September last year around this time, almost a year, almost a year to this date. Um, yeah. your, your, your debut project, Symphony. I believe it's your debut, correct? Yeah, yeah. Uh, eight tracks, strong tracks, and me, um, one, on Virgo. So, yeah, <laughs> while I open the project, you know what I'm saying, I see the, the date it premiered, I see the, the intro track in September's Baby, I'm like, all right, I'm buckled in. <laughs> so, I'm, 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 here, I'm hearing the instrumentation. Uh, let's talk about what, what mindset you were in for that project. It's got a love, love esque balance on there. You talk about breakups. You talk about, you know what I'm saying, you talk about a lot in that project. Uh, yeah. I think, I think, I even think one, one song. I think I want to say it's Full Moon is dedicated yeah. to Chicago a little bit. So yeah. I, I, I want, I want to get, I'm saying, your, like your storytelling. I want to get all that uh, dived into on this episode, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> take me through sympathy. Take, take me through sympathy. Sympathy. So Symphony is a project I put together with like a group of musicians, writers, artists, um, producers and engineers. We all just got together and I kind of act as the conductor, just kind of bringing everybody together, giving them the full concept. And the ill thing about it is like I, I approach this thing like a mixtape, like it comes off super cohesive now. But when I was making it, the whole thought was just like, yo, let's make like eight really cool songs that just sounds good to me. And I have a really good ear for like putting the right people on the right track, but also kind of sequencing things. So that's mm-hmm. why it flows the way it does. And yeah, the mixtape just kind of turned into this thing that was kind of conceptual, but I really didn't mean to do that. Uh, so what I really appreciate about Symphony as a project is that I'm very unfamiliar with your work, this being your debut project as well. But the yeah. people brought on the project with you are also very unfamiliar to me. And it's still, like you say, was cohesive. Everything sounded like it fit. Um, talk about these collaborations you have on the project and everyone that's working with you on this. Yeah. Um, so everybody I worked with was like different circumstances of me meeting them. I went to Columbia College and that's why I met a lot of them. 
doing different Chicago, things. Chicago. Yeah. And um, that's how we met a lot of them. And before I was really like getting into the music, making the album, before I really knew what it was, I was curating these shows called Soul Fest at Columbia. And I was like, you know what? These artists that I'm doing these shows with, let's let's get in the studio and let's just see what happens because I had this idea and let's just see how it goes. And that's how these working relationships kind of started. And then they grew into friendships and then it grew into really big collaborations and collaborators of mine. So that's 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 how we got the collaborations together. For sure, that's dope. And and like with, with these collaborations, like, are, are, are these artists that uh, you kind of work with in the future as well, or just because of because of and being there together? Oh no, we we definitely working together. Like we're all friends, and we all know each other, so it's very possible that you might see me hopping on their projects, even if it ain't me like doing a rap verse, I might be writing some stuff. I know one in particular, uh, Shanae, who's on Apollonia's interlude, I've been writing some stuff with her, um, planning to write with Rebecca Brunner from Believing. And um, yeah, we're going to be doing a lot of stuff. And you might see me on a, front, on a front roll and you might hear me on the back roll. You just never know. And I'm I've let them know, like, hey, I appreciate y'all working on my stuff. So, like, if y'all need me, I'm here. So just sure, ask. Sure. So you just never know what might come about. And do you find yourself more comfortable behind the microphone as the as the Um, to be honest, it's really what serves the song that I'm working on. Like for a song like The Look, where it's just console, I'm totally cool with being in the background, helping y'all get that vocal out and making sure that the song is put together and great. But also, if it's a song like 22 that's so personal to me, I don't mind being on the song. So it really just serves the purpose of what the song is at the time. It's not really like a thing where it's kind of like a quota that I got to be on this many songs on my album. It's, it's really just what serves the song. For sure. For sure. And, um, like I said, I read your bio on the website, man. Dope bio on the website. Dope bio. Since you started out by singing in choirs. Talk about talk about talk, your upbringing and how long you've been involved in music before going to college. Yeah, um, I've been in music kind of my whole life. Funny enough, like I went to like a Christian school when I was a kid and we had to like sing all the time. And then like around fourth grade, I kind of transferred into like this public school that was by my house in my, my neighborhood. And I thought like singing was a thing that everybody could do because it just was something that was around all the time. I didn't know it was people could and couldn't sing. But that kind of put the music in my DNA and I didn't really know what it was. I just knew it kind of came natural because of that. Then fast forward, I get to like high school and you know, you at that point where you're trying to find yourself and trying to find what it is that you dig. And you know, you got a lot of like outside influences from your friends and it was pulling me in the way of football. And I was like, yeah, I did this for like three days and I don't really dig it. So that's, that's not for me. And then it put me in a range of theater and I was like, okay, this is cool. This is cool, but we ain't there yet. And then I started doing improv and I was like, okay, this is teaching me how to think on my feet. This is cool. But once I got to choir, I was like, oh yeah, this is it. This is it. And I went all in while I was in choir. While I was in high school, I was in like four different choirs all the time so I was constantly performing constantly and I think what it was it, it was that sound of harmony and then I realized later it was the unity of musicians that I liked 
That's what I dig mm-hmm. because you can tell when somebody is like doing music because it's an ego stroke and there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. If you feel like you're good with it, you're good with it. And that's just that. But my whole thing was, it was like, well, let's see what happens if a group of musicians get together purely for the love of music and see what happens. Mm-hmm. So that, that, that was the goal between that. That's a fire way to have on it. On it. And, and, and with that, like, like, do you see yourself adding more singing along with your rapping into your music in the future? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like I was saying before, it really just kind of serves the purpose of the song. Yeah. And you know, if it works, it works. It's it's songs that you know I wrote the hooks to on on, mm. on Symphony, and <laughs> you would never know because I have like, right. like singing it. But yeah. Totally. After you, after you have having Symphony out, uh, do you have any uh, tracks that, that hold close to your heart right now, in particular? Still, like one, one, or two, one or two, in particular, you say this is my favorite. Still, like I, will, I will put this out. The project didn't drop last year. I'll put this out right now. Still, probably the look. The, the look, look has been going. like consistently my favorite because I love the beat. I love what Gina is saying on it, and she hits it with such punch. And it's kind of like the complete antithesis of what I've been talking about on the she's album. Spitting. She comes she's in. She is, and she comes in. Have I ever been in love? No, never. And I was like, "Woo, that's a sting." I love that. And the whole verse itself, I still listen to it. And that was like the first song we did for the tape, and I still listen to it. Like, whoa, yeah. it don't get old to me. Yeah, it's, it's, see for me, right? I'm a, I'm a super. I always see myself like a person who's just a super fan and a person who appreciates music. Like, I've yeah. never been, I've never been super scared with it, but I've always just had a love for music. So yeah. something I always, something I always have to ask um, artists about is uh, perception and, and um, how they feel about perception. Yeah, uh, because a, a big, especially in this era we're in now with social media, everyone wants to be, you know, the super celebrity now. Everyone wants to be a celebrity yeah. in some way, shape, or form. Uh, so yeah. with, with your approach to making music and as you embark on hopefully a long career at music, uh, what, 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 what's something that you look at as far as checkpoints you want to you want to reach or, or, or goals you have for yourself as far as um, if, it, if it be listens, if it be showcases, uh, what, what kind of what kind of um, goals do you have for yourself to check off um, each project? Uh, for this project or just for the career? Well, well, for Symphony, how did you feel perception for, for uh, Symphony and for your next project that you have probably in the works? What, what's your goals moving forward to level up from Symphony? For Symphony, I just hope people get a better understanding of who I am. Since this is mm. the first time that people are really hearing me and my sound and kind of understanding things about me. That's why I think it's kind of important for me to do interviews because it, it helps people kind of get who I That's am good. and what That's I good. do. So it's kind of like, okay, like the biggest song on my mixtape so far is Believe Me by Rebecca Brunner. Great video. Thank you. And, you know, people go like, does it bother you that you're not on your own song? And no, it doesn't. It doesn't at all because I helped write that song. And it's beautiful. If that's the song that people gravitate towards, I'm starting Mm -hmm. to notice, especially as I get older, my talent is in my ears. Mm. It's the things that I hear. And that's what makes me stand out. So I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm cool with that. If I can be known as a great, 
producer, if I'm known as a great artist, and then if there's songs that you hear me rapping on that you just go like, yeah, that verse is fire, I'll take that too. But, you know, my, my goal is always for the music to come on top. So as long as that I'm doing that for symphony, I'm perfectly fine with it. That's why I really don't categorize myself like, yeah, I rap and yeah, I produce, but I'm not just one of those things. I'm more of a conductor because I'm more put things together. Cause you know, I don't really make the beats. Like I sit with my co-producers and I'm like, Hey, this is the idea I have. You should chop it up like this or put this sample in there, but I ain't the one on machine doing it. Absolutely. Or like, I, I think, I think we, we've seen, we've seen it in the past where like artists, especially artists that were just, we're just kind of giving off as like someone who's kind of envisioning the album as what makes the album sound best. And maybe this exactly. voice is better for this song than my voice is better for this song type of thing. Like, if I, exactly. like this is a, a song I always think about for that is like, um, you know, Drake always plays with his singing, but like yeah. on More Life, he has that song, uh, Samples is on the song by itself, 4422. Great yeah. song. I could yeah. easily see Drake trying to have Sample right there, him sing it itself. But the song is much better than Sample just sing it, you know? Exactly. So that's just exactly. singing for your part, especially for your debut project to have that mindset already. That's, that's super, super dope, man. That's super dope. Thank you, man. Uh, and so with that, like, what are some artists that you grew up on? Like, you're a few years younger than me. I'm, I'm about to be 31. So like, yeah. what are some artists you grew up on that influenced your sound, influenced your, um, your desire to pursue music? Uh, the first that come to mind is Andre 3000 because I, I love Outkast. I love Outkast, and the one thing I loved about them is every album they did something different. And I was like, "Yeah, if I'm gonna make music, I'm gonna do that. What's the point of really doing the same thing over and over again?" Jay Z is another one because the Blueprint was the album that made me just go like, "Whoa, I need to get into this music because this is the sound that I love. This is." This is crazy. And then another one that comes to mind is Dr. Dre, The Chronic, 2001. That album in particular showed me how to make an album because it kind of helped me figure out, oh, I don't need to be on everything, but I know what makes a good song. And maybe I need to kind of direct this and make sure that the overall vision is coming across rather than putting myself on a pedestal and saying, you know what, I'm the best rapper. And it's just like, no, I don't want to be the best rapper, but I do want to make the best songs. So that's well, Dad, you touched on the south, the east, and the west, man. That's crazy. That's, 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 like I, I love that. Me. Literally, it's it's so good to me because, like, for Cry 2001, my favorite song is Explosive, and Dre ain't even on the song. Yeah, it's so fire. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so good. It's a fire record for sure. And like, yeah. even like, even even when you mentioned like the um the Jay Z Blueprint, like, of course, us being from Chicago. That's yeah. largely produced by Kanye West as well. When you hear yeah. and, you, and you and you and you hear he, he has he has an album with he's not on the song like My Way Home on registration. Like so like it's it's, it's dope that you mentioned that. Like what what is your favorite artist from from the city, whether it be from your generation or from the past? From mostly I think of Ye. I love songs that Common did, like on B. I think those songs is great, but again, it's produced okay. by Ye. My favorite, my favorite album of all time. My favorite rap album yeah. of all time is Thomas B. It's so good. And then, like, the direction that Chance took on Coloring Book, I really love. I was like, oh, mm. yeah, this is tight. Okay. I really love what he did here. It's quite a few artists from the city I love, but then you got to go back because it's artists from the city like Quincy Jones that people don't really, like, think about that. I'm like, this guy is dope. Or, like, 
Earth, Wind, and Fire that people kind of forget that came from Chicago. I, mean, I was going to mention, mention Earth, Wind, and Fire. I was going to circle back to uh, September's Baby because, yeah. like, for me, like, once again, being a Virgo, September September by Earth, Wind, and Fire always gets played around this time. <laughs> so, like, September's Baby going to be some play in that same realm, man. Yeah. Give, give me that good Virgo energy, you know? Thank you, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, and, and you mentioned you mentioned some great producers. You mentioned, of course, Quincy Jones, who like you know produced everything under the sun. <laughs> so, yeah. like, so like like when, when you get in the mind of the producer, when you get in the mind of, of D one, the producer, you you get ready to make a make a make a, um, a project or make a song. I mean, um, do you ever go into the mind of this is going to be a rap song? This is going to be a R and B song. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a soul song. Or do you just go in and just let it flow out naturally? Um, what I really do is when I get a beat from a producer, I can normally hear who I want to be on it and what goes where, but it's just that basic outline. You never know. I have to sit with the artist in order to write a song for them. It's very rare that I write something for an artist and I come to them with it like, hey, I wrote this for you, sing this. No, mm-hmm. it's, it's always a conversation. Like once I get with an artist and sit down and say, Here's the idea. Here's where this should go. But here's the concept. What do you think about it? And let's just talk it out and figure it out together. That works better for me. That's why I wouldn't like call myself somebody's like songwriter. I'm right with the artist, not for that. For a collaborator, for sure. Yeah. So that's 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 how the songs get made. But also, it's a different process with every song. Like, you know, you get September's Baby. That song took me a while to make, but it was like. I kind of had Anna's verse already. I didn't mm. know what Busa was going to do. And it took me a couple of years to write my verse because I had to actually have that life experience to talk about what I talked about. And then you get a song that's like Hourglass that was done like super fast. So it's just like, you know, it's it's different processes for each song. And and of course, I'm assuming you've been working on music since the release of Symphony. Um, What's, what's your goal as far as next releases or um, anything as far as music um, in the future? Um, I want to make sure that the music is good because, you know, I'm on a good track record right now. So it's like I don't want to put out anything lackluster for the sake of, like, you have to put something out. It's just like, nah, let's definitely breathe because for the many people who've heard of it, there's a lot of people who haven't. So it's going to be people who hear the music and gonna be like whoa this is crazy so once i do drop again it'll be more of a it'll be more i'll learn more i'll say that like i will learn a lot more and i see you have a uh, you have a um a so far dropping on september 9th i'm saying yeah um how was that experience i wasn't i wasn't performing the album for you I'm I'm really excited about the SoFi show. I've never done a show like this before because normally on shows I normally put them together myself and I have a really good synopsis of what's what and where's where and what's going to be happening. This is completely different. This is a new like background for me in a new place. So it's kind of like we're getting the show together and I'm really excited about it. But like, let's hope that the people dig it. And all the collaborators going to be in attendance? All the collaborators uh, coming out to perform their verses? Ah, uh, nah. <laughs> the uh, stuff nah. on stage ain't big enough for that. <laughs> for sure, but, for sure. Yeah. Well, we got a really good show coming. It's going to be really dope. 
That's dope. Looking forward, looking forward to seeing that. Um, and have you performed anything off the album at all yet? Have you performed with the pandemic going on? Have you performed any songs at all? From uh, not really. Not really. I've been doing a lot of in the studio work, so it's been kind of it's been kind of difficult to do the album, especially like with the crowds and everything, because I'm still yeah. a person that's like, I don't really feel comfortable going around a large crowd of people yeah, man. with masks on. Like, I'm I'm like not yet. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I got anxiety just driving by La Palooza. I just drove past like, nah, yeah. nah, wow. <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm not. And it's crazy, like, what the year will do to you, like a year in the house. And it's just like, yeah, uh, all the stuff we used to do, I, I don't know if I feel comfortable Ooh. doing that again. At least not right now. Who knows? Maybe six months. I feel differently. But as of now, like, yeah, I'm cool being in the crib. Um, and I, I see also, like, uh, you had production on the project by uh, the likes of Bowhouse. Um who who um who was your ideal collaborators um of Chicago um that, that you see out there so far right now that you um haven't worked with yet? I haven't worked with yet. I'm, I'm not sure because it's it's so many artists out there that it's just gotta come organically for me. Mm-hmm. Like if I beat them and I really dig their music or it's something I'm like, whoa, this is dope. Then you know, if I have a song for you, I'll reach out. But right now, I don't have any like right. songs, so it's like nobody that really comes do, to mind right now. Do, do you see yourself like I know you're like, honestly? I can tell you're a big collaborator. Do you see yourself a big networker? Do you, do you see yourself someone who's gonna be out there to to reach out and say, "Hey, I know you don't, I don't know who I am, but I really <laughs> like your music." That's what I'm saying. Let's, let's rock out. Are you that kind of person? Uh, yeah, I, I'm totally that person. Like it's okay. it's funny okay. because Bayer who's like from Puerto Rico, I reached out to her because I found her on like a Instagram mm-hmm. video and I really liked her voice. And I oh, was like, hey. yeah, I was like, yo, we should work together. And I, I'm not a stranger to that. I will definitely do that. Like it's it's an artist that I like from LA that I just kind of hit her up randomly. And I was like, yo, I found your song randomly and I downloaded it because it's super via. She don't know who I am, but it's just like, yo, and I get that with artists. Like sometimes you need that support, and I'm always down if the music is good to tell you, like, "Yo, this is this is really tight." Like I dig it. Right. So. I feel like I feel like I'm glad to hear you say that because I feel like music today has become such a popularity contest, such a such a cool kid contest where everyone has to be too cool for school. Everyone has to do things status quo. Like even like. With the, re- the recent like drama with between the Drake and the Kanye thing, I'm like, yeah, why? I'm saying it's, it's like, why? Do, just always collaborate. It doesn't have to be that serious. It doesn't have yeah. to be that serious. Like even looking at like beefs that in Chicago and like, why is gang beef relating to music? Like certain yeah. certain certain things is always uh, disappointing as a fan for that. So I'm glad to hear you kind of just say, you know, I'm not I'm not ever too cool to, to try to work with somebody. Like music is music is collaborative. It should be it always be collaborative. Absolutely. So uh, I, I really appreciate that mindset from you. Um, with, with that, like you have all these collaborators on the um, on the uh, project here with Symphony. Uh, which artists here do you think like, ha- like everyone should probably just check them out right now? They have their projects out. Like who would you recommend people check out um, on on the project so far? Console. 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 Because Console, though they're not listed, they're like on five places on Symphony. Well, not five. Uh. 
Yeah. <laughs> four four and eight, shit, that's half. <laughs> like, that, literally, and they're all over my project. Like, I love working with them. And you hear them in different ways. Like, you hear Shani is singing backgrounds on Full Moon, and Gina is, like, doing the phone skit on Apollonia. Like, you hear them all over. Mm. And I really love working with them. And they project POV is, like, super dope. My my song is you should listen to Sit Pretty because that that junk just bang like I, I dig it. Is it also for Chicago? Yeah, yeah. For sure. Definitely gonna check them out. Definitely gonna check them out immediately. Um, and yeah. talk about the artwork. The Symphony's artwork is also very unique. It's kind of like black anime esque, but like super like it's, it's super freaky. Yeah, I'm, I'm rocking with it. Uh, talk about the artwork. Yeah, so I got to give all credit to Annie Gaskell, the artist who made the artwork. I just came to her with a simple idea because I love her like little curvy style. And we went to school together and I just randomly hit her up and I was like, hey, because she had did my soulful logo for me. And I was like, hey, I, I had this idea for my album. And I was listening to a lot of 90s R&B at this time. And one of my favorite album covers is the Daydream cover from Mariah mm. Carey. And I liked mm. how it kind of zoomed in on her face. Same thing with like Faith Evans' first album. And I was like, I should do that for my album because it just kind of fits the vibe. And this is before I got any music made. So like, I'm a super visual person. I go with the covers first. Like I know what I want the album cover to look like and I'll make the music around that. So I had Annie and I was like, hey, do you mind doing a cover with a woman, but the skin needs to be purple? And the hair got to be blue. She's like, why those particular colors? I was like, because I wanted to represent nobody and everybody at the same time. It's not racially ambiguous. It's just like, yo, like this music is for everybody. And nobody in this world has purple skin as far as I know. And I'm like, well, like, let's rock out. Like, this is this is the vibe for what I'm going for right now. And Brenda Zapata Aguilar, which is a huge graphic designer and friend of mine, she does a lot of my design work. She took Andy's design and kind of made it in a CD format, highlighted it, and that's how you get that like glittery, um, that glittery look to the album. So shout out to both of them; they really did a great job with it. Man, the the, the visual effects is always important. Like it's in the packaging of a project, is always yeah. important. Definitely caught my eye. I mean, like, man, this is. Super funky, I like that, man. And talk about talk about soulful as well, like, cause like just going back to your collaborative spirit, like you are like, what's going on with soulful? Let's talk about soulful real quick. So soulful was the label I started like in high school, and it was my idea because I always knew if I was gonna release music, it needs to be under my own banner. I'm not like anti-label or nothing, but I was like, you know what? If I'm going to create a brand, this is what I'm going to do. And this is the sound. This is the style. And this is the visual artist that I want to be. So that's what Soulful kind of became. Um, in terms of like signing artists, I realize now how much of a responsibility that is. And I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm like against it or like I'm not for it, but right now, if it comes, if the situation comes, I'm cool with it. But also, it's a lot of responsibility that I go with that. And right now, I'm kind of cool with just collaborating with people. That's real. That's real. And like, with, with like those kind of imprints, like you, you don't have to necessarily sign artists, like you said. You can just like you like you're doing now, just build these projects that host an umbrella of artists, a, a, a full just it's your project with other collaborators, which is super dope, man. And 
And do you see yourself doing more production, more, more producing in the future at all? Yeah, totally. Like, if yeah. they want me to do it. <laughs> yeah. How much yeah. of the albums are produced by you? What, what, what beats in particular um, you, you produce? I haven't produced any yet. Or at least yeah. anything that's come out. So, like, oh, I've sure. done a lot of stuff for, like, people, but they haven't came out yet. And, you know, I don't really like to play with people's, like, release dates and things like that. So, it's kind of right. like... Right. It's kind of like I'll talk about it once they like announce it. Right. But yeah, man, I'm really that's excited. That's, that's that's super dope. And I, I, going back to the uh, to the album cover, you mentioned Mariah Carey and Faith Evans, and that's super interesting to me. I can't even lie to you. You said those two names, like man, okay, '90s R&B. I, I read it wrong. It was an '80s and '70s. You you you're '90s R&B guy. Yeah, at least for this project. Guy. Yeah, that was what for I was sure. Okay, for sure, for sure. So like. When you when you get into that when you get into the mindset of, of pursuing that sound I guess a little bit or even hearing that sound on you like do, do you go I'm gonna dive fully into it do you try to uh, ask for contrast or like what's, what's your mindset when you catch that kind of flow and that kind of uh and you and you find yourself in that influence to be honest it's just the music that like spoke to me at the time like mm. my favorite song melodically is Rain by SWV hence why it's like the first oh. song on the album. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? I'm I'm in this vibe right now. And that's how I make music. It's about the music that, that moves me. And that at the time was moving me. So like Full Moon, like it has the same sample as Drake's cameras. And I knew people would like gravitate towards it because of that. But that's not really why I took the sample. The mm -hmm. reason I got the sample was because it was John B calling on you. And I love that record just by itself. I remember. Cool. The, cool. I'll go ahead. Oh, the like the three artists that's on the on the song with me on full moon we used to just ride in the car like while we was making the song i had the beat but i was just like riding the car with all three of them and we would just listen to the song the that's right. that's like, right. this is this is a vibe that's right that's right it's, it's super dope to do it that way and still incorporate your own sound on top of that like it's, it's, it's a super dope thing to do um and and once again, so on this pod is very much so focused on being music, music fandom. So I got to ask this question. Saying we're talking about daddy's R and B, give me your yeah. best era of R and B to you. Like we, you can go from the the two thousand tens, two thousand two thousands, the nineties, eighties. What is the <laughs> if, you, if you had to give me your best? That's your favorite. That's your favorite. Only your favorite might be the nineties. A best ideal, like with the artists, the groups that are involved in that decade, who would you pick? Probably the 80s, because that's the era of the new Jack Swain. So mm. that's the era of like Baby Face, yeah. Keith Sweat, and you got all these guys, even Bobby Brown. Like yeah. I love that era. So like when when Bruno did that 24K magic, I was all in. I was like, oh like, <laughs> this is this is tight. But yeah, that's if I had to pick the best, that's probably the best in my opinion. Okay, that's right. That's strong. Because the eighties also has like you also have Michael in there. You got Prince in exactly. there. You got Luther in there. Like, yeah, I feel that. I feel that eighties, eighties is strong. Eighties exactly. is definitely strong. Because you, you, you have the you have the newer stuff that's coming, but you still have the the remnants of the seventies and yeah, so that's hard. It's, it's, it's a great pick. I would I would have definitely gone 80s or sleep like people sleep on 2000s a little bit. But I might go 90s before 2000. 2000, 2000 will get enough love, man. 2000 be getting kind of looked over because this is some heat 2000. 2000 genuine in them. It was, it was good. Oh, yeah. 
Aaliyah, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a few. I'm saying early Beyonce. Yeah, yeah, man. But yo, hey, Dewan, man, this is this is a great conversation. Um, before I get you out of here, I gotta know. Uh, I know you said I know you said right now you want to let Symphony live, but uh, talk about any music you're making right now, any influence you're, any new influences you're having right now, and what's coming up next for you. Uh, whether it be more shows, beyond so far. Um, so far, um, that's that's the main thing right now. But the mm-hmm. the music I've been listening to heavy right now, I've been listening to a lot of funk. I've been listening mm. to a lot of like late sixties, early seventies funk, like from Ooh. Sly all the way down to like Prince, even down to like the Ohio players and the the um the guys, the fatback band, the dudes who do bus stop, do the bus yeah. stop, like things like that. And I'm like the double bus, the double uh the double bus. Like that. Like it's just yeah. like that's what's kind of moving me right now. Cause I'm like, yeah. I'm 24. Like yeah. things are gotta be so serious. I want to dance. Like it's it's cool. That, that speaks to your Dr. Dre influence. You know what I'm saying the G Funk Arabs and Parliament. <laughs> is, I'm, I'm sure that's in the mix as well. Little uh, Booty Collins in there. Uh, yeah. Anything new? Like for me, new right now. There's a lot of, lot of R&B. Like Cleo Soul new album. It's amazing. It's called Mother. If you ever heard that? I advise checking that out. Even what? that Ty, even that Ty Dolla Sign Division album. I guess oh, super right. smooth. Yeah, super smooth. To listen to that. I didn't get around yeah. to it. I've been meaning to listen to that. I super smooth. Super smooth. It's kind of giving me what I want uh, from um, Anderson and, and Bruno. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Ah, uh, yeah. I dig them a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I hope, I mean, hope they come with that album soon, man. I hope they come with that album soon. Yeah. And the Kanye album is in rotation still. Nas album is still in rotation. A lot, oh, yeah. a lot, a lot of good music out there for sure, man. Hey, it's, it's Dwan, I really appreciate having you on here, man. Shout, shout out to your manager, T. Super dope. Congressional uh, right. uh Please tell yeah. me when, when they can find you, when they can support you, uh, when, when they can uh, just find out more about you as well. Yeah. Um, if you really want to find me, I'm most active on Instagram. So you can find me at D3WON underscore music. Or if you want to just learn more about me, you could just go to D3WONmusic.com. Yeah. Absolutely. Hit that about button. It's a great write-up on his brother's bio, man. Super oh, dope conversation, man. Super dope to learn, learn more about you. Symphony is a super hard project. Get, thank you, definitely, get, definitely thank gave you. me a strong vibe, man. Strong, 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 good energy vibes. I need that, you know what I'm saying? So appreciate that, as always. <laughs> thank Amen. you, man. Stay blessed. Everyone out there, please stay good in the uh, Thank you so much. Peace, Peace man. Brother.